0: Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Global Diamond Broker Podcast. This is your host, Colin Ferguson and GIA Judy.
1: What's that actor's name that's really hunky? He got married. Ryan Reynolds. No, I'm not. I'm not oh. Ryan Reynolds <laughs> is too young for me to compare myself to. But what's the other guy's Leonardo
0: name? Leonardo DiCaprio.
1: No, no, no. He's too pathetic. To, like, dating a 19-year-old? Leonardo. You know, Bro no who is he um
0: come on fact checker he,
1: he, he's <laughs> george clooney <laughs> oh yeah. my god
0: he's so D- yummy don't i don't
1: i remind you of george clooney mm. right like i remind me of george clooney <laughs> so it's
0: great that you think that colin is it
1: is mm-hmm. that a clinical narcissist
0: that was also very uh, random right anyways
1: One of my ex-girlfriends called me a clinical narcissist recently. She was right. Right. (laughs) Yeah. She's called me a lot of... Oh, anyway. I digress. Welcome back. How are you this week? I am
0: well. We're now on episode 38 of our podcast, which is unbelievable.
1: It's unbelievable. It's a very lucky number, having said that, but, but aren't they all for us Mm -hmm. everything Mm -hmm. and and so we have a new bit of a new format a bit of an addition to our format this week as we take people backstage in the diamond industry because this i can assure you nobody else in the diamond world is talking about what we talk about here at the global diamond broker podcast backstage I want to change the name and include backstage, but so far I've been voted down. <laughs> like there's a vote, <laughs> and so so. And this week, we have an addition. Tricia, the fact checker, mm-hmm. is here with us. Who's going to f- pull up information? So if you hear her chime in from time to time, all the good put. Joe you're, Rogan. You're going to let people this.
0: chime in. You're going to let people
1: talk. Some people, it's hard to get to shut up, right? (laughs) That's why we do so well together. Right?
0: Anyways... So, what would you like to talk about?
1: Well, I think this what we're going to be introducing this week. Right, it, this won't be a surprise to her because, like, she's ad-libbing right now. But we already talked about it. Judy actually was doing the GIA fact-checking thing this morning and came across a bit of a disturbing fact. Now, before we get into this, we're not pro mined diamonds. We're not pro lab-grown diamonds. We're pro. We're not supposed to say it because remember that... We're
0: pro-having a choice. At
1: you having a choice mm-hmm. when it comes to the diamond that you right. want to own. Mm-hmm. But taking people backstage, um, there's things. And our new website is going to carry all these articles. We're excited to get the new website up. It is quite a technical undertaking because of what we want to provide. Mm-hmm. But there will be articles to support both sides. One of the things we're very big on, though, is the environment. And we're going to be very, very, very adamant in our pursuit of the truth about just what causes. And this is one of the big fights, I think, between the, the lab-grown diamond industry and the mine diamond industry, of which still today there's no one in the world who can look at both and tell the difference. But, um, but yeah, um, there's this the, the environmental impact of each, and it's interesting because both of them point a finger at the other.
0: Mm-hmm. That's very true. Right, and mm-hmm. so to
1: a certain degree, like a lot of things, there's uh, the truth It's is somewhere in the middle. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a war, and in all war, whether we look at what's going on with Russia, Ukraine, I want to talk again about Russian diamonds this week as well. They're blood diamonds, and, and the US government, again, the lame U.S. Joe Biden, who's afraid to do anything, uh, is talking again about sanctions that were already put in place that weren't real sanctions. So that's number two thing I want to talk about today. And what else do you want to talk about?
0: Well, this morning we came across an article, um, and this article talked about the fact that the Diavik Mine in the Northwest Territories. Owned by? Um, Rio Tinto.
1: Right. Um, Is it owned by Rio
0: Tinto?
1: Yeah. Gosh, we got to watch. Can we get a fact
0: checker here? Hey,
1: hey, but but here's the problem. Diavec is owned by Rio Tinto. But I used to be, uh, when I was the direct distributor for the
0: authorized
1: partner, Mm -hmm. I worked with directly with this mine, Mm -hmm. the second biggest mining company in the world next to BHP. Mm Mm-hmm. And anyway, don't let me interrupt you. I always do, but please you don't You do anyways. Me. Yes.
0: So this Dyavik mine, it had recently leaked over 450 million liters of wastewater um, from a broken pipeline, which is very, very interesting because of the fact that this happened back in February and it was only recently announced like last week.
1: You gotta wonder what goes and you on. You gotta
0: wonder what goes on, right?
1: It's war. The, what's going on the diamond industry? People really, um, we we can't stress enough what's going on between lab grown and mined diamonds. Mm-hmm. Is it's a war that's going on? You know, it's a the, battle, the, right? Like mm-hmm. when a com- when a new product comes in that no one can tell the tell the difference from the original and takes over thirty eight percent of the market and takes 12 billion in revenue, it's a war, the battle is on. And so, you know, like most battles, and Donald Trump taught us this, that the media lies, and that these big corporations lie. And I've experienced that firsthand. So there was this bill, and then, so we started to fact check Mm -hmm. a little bit more of the effects of, and, and I've talked about this, of mining on the environment pre- and post-mining. You know, the opening mine, these mines have a life, and what happens when they leave? Now, I have a very optimistic story, so people say to me, well, you know, the Argyle mine, which which for a long time was the biggest producing mine in the world till it closed only a couple of years ago, and, and it's closed forever. It produced, among other things, over 90% of the world's pink diamonds, and... People talk about the fact that, you know, they seem to think that I'm just one side or the other when I'm not. Okay. Again, we call it pro-choice here. We don't, we're not trying to be political about it, but nowadays you have a choice between a lab-grown diamond and a mine diamond. Uh, and as long as the quality is, is good with either, in my opinion, and that's a lot of things over and above the four Cs, mm-hmm. you get a choice. Mm-hmm. Um but having said that, what, what's going on at, with the Argyle mine and, is there was an agreement made with the Australian government, with the native people there, the the aborigines, uh, or aboriginals, I, I don't know exactly what it is, the First Nations people, that the mine would be filled in.
0: So they would have to restore it back to, you know, original conditions and which it's we know a, is not going to happen but I, but i think it they do, is their, going they to do their best but well you'll never no be way. original
1: i mean yeah yeah but but they they are Good repatriating uh, no i have the wrong word what's that the word wrong. again it's not repatriating the land it's a word like that um reparations? reparations i don't think it's right that was trisha for the very first time It's where they fill the mine back in. There's actually a scientific word for it, I believe. Anyways,
0: we'll figure it out. I'll pop it into the screen for a quick moment.
1: Yeah. Um, But, um, yeah, they're going to uh, fill it in. And, in fact, this you may find interesting, and you would only know this, I guess, if you were really at the Argyle Mine, like I was several times in in my uh, experience and, and working with Rio Tinto. And the Argyle Pink Diamond Mine was they actually have topographical uh, examples of what everything was like before, mm-hmm. which they have to bring back to. But they also, if you go to the uh, Rio Tinto, you know, argylepinkdiamonds.com.au website, what they're actually going to do is bring it back to original. So if there was a tree growing in this space, they're going to put the tree back where it went. Wow,
0: that's so, so interesting. Isn't it? So, mm-hmm.
1: so I have no issues with you owning an Argyle diamond. They're amazing. It's a hard asset investment today. They're one of the better ones. Also, they put a system. They were very progressive uh, uh, in, in their approach to this. And so you can verify your diamond from Argyle. If you mm-hmm. want more information on this, certainly contact us. But you can verify your diamond from Argyle, literally by going onto the website and putting and in plugging the in your and,
0: inscription number. And, yeah,
1: and so yeah. so it's exciting what they've done, but they're the only one. Mm-hmm. They're the only one. They're the only mine ever to do it, and it's being done now. The rest of them, I mean, years ago and and now, you know, because of where these mines are. Apparently, it takes a long time to report things like spilling.
0: Mm-hmm. Right? Well, this this article that we just read this morning is a prime example of that.
1: And when so. we did a little bit of digging, what else did we find out?
0: What else did we find out?
1: About De Beers. Did you miss that? I right. did. <laughs> De Beers pled guilty. Tricia, do you want to fill us in? In 2021. In 2021. So this is two years ago. Yeah. The mine. so there you go that's the first fact from tricia and if you want copies of these articles please contact us but we're here to provide information not only about the quality of diamonds which i want to talk about as well Uh, and and what's happening with the democratization of luxury, but also what's happening in the diamond industry. And so you've heard me talk about it here before. The mercury used, and this is one of the problems with this, is when these mines close and leave, the mercury is left behind in the soil. And it's poisoned forever. Do you see her push my arm off the table because I make a point by touching the table? Like, honest to God. Just,
0: I got to keep you in check sometimes, oh. okay? Vivi. Do you, need a, do you need a break?
1: My new name for you is Vivi. Why? Vicious Viet. <laughs> okay? <laughs> like, the Vicious Viet. Judy's Vietnamese from Northern Vietnam.
0: No, I'm from the South.
1: Uh, whatever. You have Judy's one of 22 sisters? How Close many? Close enough. Mm-hmm. Eight. Eight sisters. Like, can you imagine...
0: My and poor father.
1: I met her mom, and had a lovely lunch with her mom and a couple of her sisters, and met her nephew, which is that kid is one of those special, adorable kids in the whole wide world. Mm-hmm. He is Hard really to believe cute. it's related to related this? to that. Okay. But um, so we're leaving the restaurant, and Judy's mom gives me a hug, and it's not just a hug; it's a hug and hold. And she whispers in my ear. Do you remember what she whispered in my ear? Tell them. Thanks for taking care of my daughter. <laughs> and so, like, honestly, she hasn't heard from her mom since. It's like an adoption almost. <laughs> I kind of, like, her mom just went, finally. She's met a man who can look after oh, her. Oh, my gosh. Hey? Isn't that funny? And by the way, there's nothing going on between us. Do we need to have that talk We're again? We're not together. We're not together. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> I tease Judy and tell her we'll be, you know, since since I am TikTok famous, I, I watch Here a lot we of go TikTok. Again. Here we I go again. I watch a lot of TikToks, and if you go on, there's the older guy with the younger girl, and I think money's exchanging hands in these... Cases, oh my right? god! like what did they call that there's a word for it what is it again that they are their sugar daddy sugar baby sugar like and then someone said to me the other day you're judy's sugar daddy Listen, with, there's without no, the sugar there's no sugar happening sugar. here no <laughs> sugar happening here so anyway yeah mining leaves mercury it's not a good thing for the environment um clearly if we're having these kind of breaks mm-hmm. in the uh you know in the most modern minds in the world now there's good news as well we want to report everything okay when that spill took place as far as we know mm-hmm. although there was a very big delay in reporting right as far as we know it was caught in what did they call it a, a
0: containment pod a containment. so it didn't pod. leak outside of this containment pod or did it
1: yeah that's the question or we have it? to ask well, mm-hmm. like we don't know but there was a big leak again. And these are things like the mainstream media is not gonna talk about. Mm-hmm. It's like when some of the biggest mines in the world have closed. It was never mentioned. It's very hush me. hush. We're gonna be mentioning it here.
0: Mm-hmm. We're taking you backstage. We're taking
1: you backstage. Now what that that's that for today. So that's a report on what's going on in mining. We have De Beers pleading guilty to uh, problems with mercury. This isn't uncommon. Mm-hmm. Most of it gets covered up. I can't imagine what's in in place to monitor these sorts of things. But this is the mining world we live in. Um, and what was our next topic we were going to talk about? Okay.
0: So the next thing we want to talk about is the fact that our diamonds you can find in the best jewelry stores in the world because we broker them.
1: Yes. Yes. Can I speak now, or am I back on Oh, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I can speak You're again? You're holding the conch now. Oh, that's... <laughs> maybe that's something we should consider as a conch passing oh, back sure. and forth. Right? Like, like you seem to be taking it more and more. Someone's got to. Yeah, well, apparently it's you. Um, so, so yeah, the the quality of diamonds. And, and really, what we're talking about here is the democratization of... Of the diamond industry. And, and without meaning to be, what we've become in the industry is a bit of a disruptor. Mm-hmm. Like, we disrupt what's going on in the industry. Like, you know, there's an article out this morning. It's interesting because we tried to download it. It was we about. We
0: tried to download we it. We tried to reach out <laughs> is and this? download it. That's
1: <laughs> me reaching out and trying to download that article and then going, <laughs> Fuck! Why won't it download? Where is it? Why won't it come in?
0: Breathe, calm.
1: <sighs> <sighs> Breathe. <sighs> Beep out that effort. There we go. Yes, that's what we need to for more views. Stop um, it. So, um, um, where was I? We're, we're getting crazier <laughs> and crazier. Right? Um, wh- where was I? Just help me out. Demo- Line, please. Line. <laughs> yeah, oh, electric diamonds. And,
0: so, and democratizing. And democratizing
1: the and being disruptors. Because here's the thing: this article on Harry Winston and. Make no mistake about this. The greatest jeweler of all time is Harry Winston. And Harry Winston knew something, and today is the only one in the marketplace who still knows where true beauty comes from. Mm-hmm. And the majority of it is from transparency in your diamonds. So they don't sell any diamonds.
0: Below an E color, isn't it? Well, is it's
1: F? F. They say colorless, mm-hmm. but they know the value of D. And the most beautiful diamonds, you can go on to Sotheby's and Christie's and any of these uh, large auction houses and look at the results. Mm-hmm. It's always D color.
0: It's always D color. Right?
1: The, the value of a diamond when it goes from D to E, which D is transparent when it goes from D to E, Makes a huge difference, and when we start value. talking
0: about larger carats of diamonds, it's almost impossible. We just recently brokered one an eight carat cushion cut,
1: like amazing diamond,
0: right? D color.
1: And exactly. we go out and try to do, find out price comparisons. And there's nothing
0: like it on the market. There's
1: nothing like it in the world. And, and one of the reasons we do this and can do this and can supply is we're the first people there. We're the broker. Mm-hmm. We're at the mine. We're at the laboratory. We're getting the diamonds. We were actually in New York for that diamond, mm-hmm. going into the Gemological Institute of America for certification. That
0: very next day. And
1: the very next day, we paid double for it. Yeah. But knew <laughs> right? Like um, but knew the next day, the grade of the stone. And I had it as an EVVS2, and I got corrected.
0: For once. It felt so good.
1: Really? Do you like that when I get corrected? I'm
0: just but it turned out to be a D to the
1: benefit of our client mm-hmm. it turned out to be a D color mm-hmm. VVS1. Mm-hmm. Triple excellent. There's not a more beautiful diamond in the world. So, we spend a lot of our time probably like some of our consumers do since we're talking about the democratization of luxury. Were you going to hit my hand there for touching my glasses? I'm so close to. Is that where? You. Like I know I have like my shoulder from this morning before coming on air still hurts from my weekly whack I call it.
0: Maybe you need she to do more shoulder her, 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 presses.
1: <laughs> I call it my weekly whack because Judy has <laughs> to slap me before we start the podcast every week. <laughs> it's like how she gets ready for the show, and it's wrong. Again. I'm being held hostage in my podcast and put in a closet after this, and brought out the Shut next week. Up. Look, I'm not even shaved this week.
0: <laughs> you were so annoying.
1: So, so yeah, yeah. My memory's a little bit off today. Is it? Yeah, there was a little bit of a an event here last evening, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so, yeah, it's a little bit off. It's a little bit off. And those of you who know me well know what that event was. And so enough said. Because I don't bring my family into my podcasts, mm-hmm. into my business. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So, but it was a Smart big choice. night for my Smart family.
0: Man. Yeah. Although totally I don't
1: wise. really remember that much of it. Why is
0: that? Well, that Tell was because you the
1: amount of, uh, you know... One of my first entrepreneurial ventures, people don't know this, I don't know if you even know this. Really? I know everything
0: about you. I wrote
1: a book on beer. Mm. Do you know this? Called The Beer Facts.
0: You did tell me that actually. I have the
1: original here in this studio. Do you really? Yeah, I do. I have the original and I sold it to Labatt's. I was 19 years old, old enough to drink beer.
0: Really? Was that the drinking then? Well, you I was born then?
1: in the Maritimes. Way
0: so, back when. So Oh, sorry. It's
1: okay, I'm a man. We can take <laughs> it, okay? Um, so we're we're I, I I was born and raised in the Maritime where, you know, you get off the breast at six months and on the bottle in seven. Okay, <laughs> when you're right, like this is the Maritimes, the East Coast, mm-hmm. fishing. I used to be a lobster fisherman. Really? Oh yeah. I sailed all over the world on oil tankers for the Kent lines out of the East Coast. My first trip to Antwerp, Belgium, with no idea I would ever be in the diamond industry, really took place when I was 18 years wow. old, working as a deckhand mm-hmm. and sailed into, at that point, was, which was the second biggest port in the world, Antwerp, Belgium, which at that point had been for 450 years the center of the diamond universe. I was on my way to Turkey with the uh, Irving stream. That was the line, the Irving oil family. For those of you who know, they're probably the wealthiest family in this country. I happen to be named after K.C. Irving, Kenneth Colin Irving.
0: Mm. Okay, these
1: are good ones, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like just reminiscing a little bit. With That's you. so
0: interesting that the diamond business brought you back to Antwerp. Brought me think.
1: back to Antwerp. Very and it's cool. funny because there's a book as well that I read in three days called The Master of the Game by Sidney Sheldon, mm-hmm. which is loosely based on the life of Cecil Rhodes mm-hmm. that well before I ever got into the or the diamond industry got into me, mm-hmm was uh, I read the book. Mm-hmm. And so when Doug Spence had to have me come work for his company, and I guess so far the rest is kind of history, although here we go again with my... I have mentioned I'm TikTok famous now. We sell diamonds all over...
0: Never heard of it. North
1: America and the world. Really? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so, yeah. So that that's kind of exciting, but those are a little bit of background. Beautiful. I've had reality shows offered...
0: Oh, we're going to have a couple
1: more. Right? Yeah. I, yeah, I sort of sense that's coming as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so. so Then the you mo- can
0: really say that you're going to your, what do you say? You're going to your.
1: My trailer. Your yeah, trailer. I want a real trailer. Such a prince. I don't want just. <laughs> did you say I'm such a princess? No. Or prince. You said yeah, prince, prince, right? I did say prince. Um, <laughs> here, hang on. Speak up. Speak into the mic. Right? I get this constantly. Like, she bleeps them out now, but constantly the woman is pushing on me, (laughs) pressuring me. So democratization... Look, here's the bottom line. And we guarantee this. We're the first company in the world...
0: To guarantee the beauty of your stone.
1: The workmanship For, mm -hmm. for life. So you can go to Harry Winston. And look, Harry Winston's the greatest jeweler ever. And I guess... The brand could send me a letter, but I will, and and none of them do. I thought we'd have something from Tiffany for sure by now. Oh, for sure. But none of them do so far. And um, because what we produce is a product where you can put your finger out in the best jewelry store in the world. We just do it for a fraction. We do it as a broker, Mm -hmm. right? How do we get the diamonds that they would love to have at some of these super high end or the online companies would love to have, who, by the way, generally speaking, sell for twice what we sell price wise. Yep. They are retailers, please be aware of that. Mm-hmm. Is um, uh, we get them first because we get there first. We're at the mine, we're at the, you know, it's kind of, it, it, it sounds too simple but it's that simple.
0: It is really simple.
1: After 40 years we know the people, we have the relationships. I guess 40 years for me. You were it was when I got into the diamond industry, this is difficult for me. You weren't born for 15 years.
0: It's kind of mind-boggling to me.
1: Right? Yeah. Because we're so connected? I'm sure. <laughs> Fifteen years you, before you're even on your way. So yeah, so there's some, some backstage things that are going on in the mm-hmm. industry today. And I will link
0: the articles in our letter below so that you guys can fact check, but we're never wrong.
1: Trisha, welcome to the company. Thank you. Yeah, well, thanks for your first fact checking weekend.
0: Are you okay?
1: Like emotionally, mentally Okay.
0: Anyways you guys, thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast and we will see you 38, next week, right? 38.
1: 38 is right.
0: See you next week.
1: And God bless you guys.